0: So tonight, um, we get to hear from someone that um, probably most of you have not heard speak before, um, and, uh, but I asked her if she would come and, and share. She's part of Blazing Fire and has been part of Blazing Fire for a long time um, on our healing prayer teams, um, but she just has got such an amazing heart. And, and honestly, the stories, you're going to be amazed at some of the stories that she has of of just how God's touched her heart and how her heart then starts to flow out to others. Um, She has a, a real, you know, that real, the heart that wants people to know the good news. And that person that I'm referring to, if you would honor with me, is Vivian Fee.
1: tonight I want to share about the fruit of sharing the okay that's good I can still read (laughs) so tonight I'm going to share about the fruit of the of uh, sharing the good news and um, I want to use the word fruit because we are the fruit when people share with us the good news and we come to the Lord um, I'm going to share with you. I'm going to share with you my testimony. Um, I just want to say a prayer before we start. Um, Holy Spirit, we just ask that you just be in our midst. I just ask that you touch hearts tonight and do what you have to do in our lives. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, So I want to share a little bit with with you about my uh, upbringing. And I was born in Hong Kong, and at that time it was a British colony. My dad was a businessman, and he was um, herbalist by trade, but he he ran his own store, and he hired... um, just uh, different workers to work for him. My my mother was a um, housewife, but uh, my father also hired people to, to be there to just help her at home to take care of us. And I have two elder brothers, so I'm the youngest in the family. And we enjoy a lot of things that other people could only um, imagine. But things started to change when I was almost nine years old. And um, one day, I saw my dad crying. Um, even at a young age, I, I had never seen him cry. And I knew that something very bad must have happened. And, and later, we found out that um, his business failed. And he had to close it down. And he, he had to sell the business. And he lost everything. Um, he grew up a lot at home so because of the loss of his business, and he lost other things too. Um, so he started to rely on very strong dosage of sleeping pills, and later even he was addicted to those pills. Um, the whole family was very sad about that because it affected um, different areas in our lives. And my mom, who had never been working outside, she had to uh, started to work outside, and he got a job as, um, as a uh, salesperson um, at the boutique. He didn't like that job at all, but um, he had to make, she had to make a living for us, so um, she stayed there and worked very hard for every one of us. Um, So after several years, she had uh, saved enough money for my father to start his business again. But this time, the scale was much smaller, and he couldn't hire anyone to work for him. So my mom quit her job and worked at the store to help out my dad. And at a very young age, I always asked why why am I here? Uh, What is the purpose and meaning of life? Um, why do I live? Who am I? So I always ask that, and, and I didn't get any answer. So, fast forward to my teenage years, I was about uh, 16 years old, and one day I was walking on the street by myself, and um, in front of a church, there was a big sign. Um, so I stopped and looked at it, I didn't know why I was interested. I saw that there was a sign talking about an annual evangelism conference, and everybody is invited, so I especially wrote down the date and the time, and I planned to go. Somehow I didn't know why, but I did, and I went. Um, That night I accepted Jesus, Um, so nothing really happened that night. The pastor was very extremely happy, which I didn't understand at that time. So but now I know why because uh, even heaven rejoices when somebody come to the Lord. So but after several months I just I forgot slowly forgot about the whole thing and nothing really happened and I just went on with my life without God. And but God didn't forget about me and he took my yes very seriously. And uh, one day God show up in my life in a very powerful way um, on Thanksgiving. So, um, And my life has never been the same. And fast forward to 1987 when my parents and I immigrated to America. Uh, seven months after we arrived in California, um, our relatives invited us to have Thanksgiving dinner, our very first in America. And that night, I met a lady of my age, and she shared with me the good news. I actually heard it, like, uh, I think it's about six months ago, I mean six years ago, when I went to the conference, and that night, she would just sit next to me and wouldn't go anywhere, just to hold two, three hours, and so, and she shared about how good she, uh, Jesus is. But I was resistant the whole night because I really didn't feel like Jesus could relate to my life at that time. So I told her something like this. I said, uh, I don't have time. I'm very busy at work. And I, I don't think I I can go to church with you on Sunday. And, um, and I said, I know God exists, but I don't think we need to... Uh, As long as I don't don't do anything bad, I think I'm fine, and I don't need to confine to any kind of church life. She didn't argue with me, and she just listened uh, very patiently. Uh, But she was very persistent, and she kept talking about Jesus. So by the end of the dinner, she was still sitting next to me, and all of a sudden... I just felt like a great peace that I had never, never experienced before, just filled my heart. And it was so powerful that I was so interested in listening to her. And um, I just felt like at that time, the peace was so powerful that I could almost touch it. And I just, at that time, I felt like I had a very bright and hopeful future in front of me, so that really um, so my whole uh attitude changed i said oh i I want to go to church with you now, um, so we I changed uh contact information and I made sure that she gave me the right phone number so I could um, contact her and just uh, go to church together and I did go to church two days later after Thanksgiving um, she invited me to go to a um, Baptist church, which was her church, and I had been in a Baptist church for about over 10 years uh, when I first became a Christian. And so I was, I was baptized two months later uh, in 1988, and I have not stopped working with God since that time. Um... I want to look at the scripture with you. Uh, I'm going to read it. And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? So faith comes from hearing. That is hearing the good news about Christ. So someone has to share. Um, uh, So this lady shared with me. So I got a chance to listen to the good news, and I got faith to accept Jesus. Even though when I was 16, I accepted Jesus, but I didn't really walk um, with God for several years. For about five, six years, I didn't walk with God, But and even I was resistant. But when she shared with me again, then I have the faith to accept him again um, in my life. Uh, <sighs> So after I became a Christian, I, uh, I was very hungry spiritually. I read the Bible every day. I pray every day. Um, and I started to witness to other people. I actually would carry a Bible in my arm everywhere I, I went. Um, and people would... Because I really love the Bible, and um, I think it also opened up like a conversation with other people when they see the Bible in my, in my arm. Because back then in Hong Kong, um, I mean, when the Bible is in Chinese, uh, it's very unique. The jacket is black and then um, the side is all red. So people can ask, oh, what, what is that book? Why are you carrying it all the time? Um, so I share, my go- uh, I share the gospel with my parents, my relatives, um, my friends, people at church. I mean, I mean, people at, uh, at work and at school, um, on the street, at the stores, everywhere. And with the friend, um, well, the lady who witnessed to me, we became friends, of course. And um, we actually brought the gospel tracks and to just knock from door to door to share the gospel with them and invited them to go to church. So, but at that time, my parents didn't want to listen to me. Um, it was very hard. They they just didn't want to hear. So, um, and my brothers were still in Hong Kong because they, when I came here, they already passed the age uh, by law that they couldn't come with my parents. So I was desperate because I couldn't imagine to see them lost and died in sin. So um, when I read the Bible, I immediately was captured by Jesus' teaching to his disciples about praying persistently and not give up. And the promise is that when you knock and ask, and then you will receive it. So um, with the promise that God uh, encouraged me to pray, I I just want to share with God my heart, um, very desperate for my family. And I told God that, uh, God, I want my family to be saved. So now I want to pray. Um, I want to pray for my family uh, every day. I want to pray for them two days. I mean, two times a day, one in the morning, one at night. I'm not saying that you have to do that. It's just my little plan with God. So um, I pray for my family. At there are times I feel that I feel very tedious because nothing really happened. Um, so I just but I kept praying, and not one time that I had missed. Uh, so within five years that I witnessed them come to the Lord one by one, and it's very strategic how God would, um, would think of certain ways that he knows that how uh, he could touch their hearts that I could never um, never imagine that they could come to the Lord this way or that way. But God is wise. Um, I So, every one of my family experienced a unique way of how God touched them, but I especially want to share with you about my oldest brother. Um, he When he finally came to America several years later after we arrived, so I, I shared with him the gospel. And so, one day he told me, I would like to... Uh, sit down with you and hear what you have to say about Jesus. So I was very happy. And I, I remember before we met, I prayed to God that, God, please give me wisdom to share with him the gospel because he wanted to sit down with me and listen. Um, so when time came, he came to my room, and um, I shared with him for about two hours. He, he asked different questions, and um, I shared with him about the testimonies of my uh, salvation. And um, as much as I know and understand, I shared with him uh, things that I experienced in God and things like that. So after two hours, he just went back to his room, and he didn't say anything. And the following morning, my, my mom shared the news that he had accepted Jesus, and uh, um later on my my brother shared a testimony saying that actually when he told me that he wanted to um accept he wanted to meet with me because he wanted to give me a hard time he really didn't want to um hear what i had to say about jesus but he said oh i'm going to ask vivian a lot of different difficult questions or tricky questions so I, so he would um, just shut my mouth because I talked with the whole family about Jesus, and but God touched him in a powerful way, so he accepted Jesus, and and in his own words, he said um, when he went back to his room, he just nailed down right away, and um, he asked Jesus to forgive his sins, and he asked Jesus to um, be his savior and Lord. And because um, for years he had tapped into um, kind of dangerous spiritual things and invited, like, I don't know who they are, but he invited masters, that's what he's told me. So when he accepted Jesus, um, the enemy, the spirits, whatever, had to flee. So um, in his own words, he said that um, when he accepted Jesus, those spirits just, just left his body through every single pores uh, on the skin I, I don't know how it works but that's what he said but he said he will never forget about that experience it's so powerful that when Jesus came that the spirits left the evil spirits yeah um, praise God So God is good, and for years, my oldest brother has been taking a month off from work to go back to Hong Kong uh, to share the gospel there and i'm I'm so glad. and um, my parents now are in their late seventies and uh, they are still going to church every week. and I know that um, I also pray for them that they God will bless my eyes to see my family. Especially my parents go to church, and he's faithful. Um, and for my second older brother, he actually and my sister-in-law had been, has, have been um, doing outreach uh, and helping a lot of people who, um, who are on the street and who share the good news with them also. So God is doing something really marvelous in my family, which I'm really thankful. Um, I'm going to read to you a scripture, um, Matthew 7, 7 to 8. Um, Ask, and the gift is yours. Seek, and you will discover. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For every persistent one will get what he asks for. Every persistent seeker will discover what he longs for. And everyone who knocks persistently will one day find an open door. I just want to encourage you, because this is something that um, happened to me. I just want to encourage you that don't give up. If you have anyone that you, you feel like they don't want to listen and you really desire for them to come to the Lord, don't lose heart because there's always hope. Because Jesus already did what is necessary for us to be saved. All we have to do is to pray and to share with them. And for my family, even though I pray, I still share with them. Whenever um, opportunity came, I share with them. So they can hear and um, listen to uh, like what the scripture I just shared, that to be able to um, hear the word of God and to have faith to accept him. Um there's another parable of the persistent widow. Talk, uh, Jesus actually taught his disciples to, uh, to always pray and not give up and not lose heart. So when the, when the unjust judge, um, uh, he actually did not fear God and did not, uh, based on what the Bible says, uh, did not regard man, did not care about man. But because this widow troubles him all the time, so he said in his heart that um, I better give her what, I, what, uh, what she asks me, lest by her continual coming she weary me. So that is something that God actually gave us a permission, uh, gave us a, like um, just encouraged us to pray. Um, so when I pray, my family came to the Lord and yeah so next I want Lynn to come up she, he has several testimonies to share when he witnessed to others
2: so kind so kind family thank you Uh-oh. I have to be you know uh, biblical because are in church you know you got you can, if you don't say, you know, Bible stuff, people think you're a heretic or something. So I better read, I better read a scripture first to make it, make it legal in the church. Okay? I have to, have to do that because uh, then, then at least it's you know, legal and biblical. But let me see. We know Paul says in 1 Corinthians 9, 16, that he said, you know, if I don't preach the gospel, it would you know, it'd be like a burning in his heart. It wouldn't be a credit if he just does it out of, out of, um, just because he... But it's a burning to, in his heart. So part of this is, you know, we, we get to a place where we need to have a burning for souls. You, ha, you know, it, it, it's got to be a place in our heart for that. If there's no place in our heart for lost people, then we, we're missing the second part of the command, Right? Jesus says first to love God first and love neighbor and as ourselves. So do we do we see that as a as a command, but as a, a doorway to what God wants us to do? It, it's not always easy. It's not you know when you talk to your family, they not they thought when I talked to my family when I first became a Christian, they thought I was crazy. You know I, I still you know in eighty six still there, but you know slowly. They understand a little bit. So let me share a couple of testimonies so it doesn't go like I'm um, just preaching. My wife wants me to share testimonies, so I better do that first <laughs> before I do any preaching. <laughs> uh, we uh, we went to a, a sushi place for a while. We met a young lady who was still in high school at that time. Uh, and uh, we made friendship with her and we talked to pray for her, prophesy over her. Vivian actually did that. And then, before she left to go to Las Vegas, because she was moving from the area to, we took her out. We said, hey, let's go out and eat. And we, I was able to share the gospel with her, saying, you know, God loves you so much, and God will always be with you. And we blessed her in that way. So, it was a kind of long process. It wasn't like we did go to Shushi every week and saw her, and she was a manager and stuff. So, we built relationships so she was able to trust us, and we obeyed to go out and bless her with that. So, you know, it's you know, it's, it's, like I said, it's about building relationship. It's, not, it's, it's a number, but it's not a number in a sense, right? It's, people are, are people, but there are no, also numbers in a sense, right? We need people to share, because in that place, people are going to get touch and be yeah, and part of, with anything, right? We have to be able to step out of our comfort zone. It's not easy, like I said, it's not easy to share. and not easy. Sometimes the fear of man grips us sometimes. And, you know, the second part is uh, another testimony. We, we like to eat, I guess. We go to IHAP. <laughs> 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 we meet these people at, at different restaurants. So <laughs> so uh, another young lady, she moved from uh, Modesto down to, uh, to um, you know, Newark, California. And she was working at IHOP, so we we went there. Some time we go down to eat at IHOP. It's uh, after church. We go. We met her. We talked to her. Became friends with her too, and uh, share with her love God. No, she gave her Bible. Yeah, you know, you know, she didn't say she didn't have a Bible, so we gave her the Bible. And uh, we share with her. We blessed her before she she was thinking of moving back to the Modesto. Also. So uh, just my encouragement to you is. Is always to not be afraid. The fear, like I said, is real. But stepping out, you will see the joy of of seeing people come to know the Lord. The, the joy of of seeing people being in the kingdom of God. Because like God is up there looking for His people, like uh, what um, Susan shared last week, we're, we're sons and daughters, right? We have, a great, we have the greatest gift that's ever given to us. But we need to be able to step out and say, This is the gift I have for you. And then, all needing, the whole world is needing the gift of the love and the life of God. Yes. I'm done now. I think my, my wife is coming up to finish up. <laughs> Thank
1: you. nose. Ooh. Okay. So um, I want to share with you several scriptures uh, before I, I pray for you. I just want to share with you the love of God. Um, I want to read to you John 3.16 For God so loved the world That he gave his only begotten son That whosoever believed in him Should not perish but have everlasting life So because of Jesus' died on the cross That you and me can be saved Can receive his grace and love uh, Romans 5.8 But God demonstrates his own love for us In that while we were still sinners Christ died for us so, Jesus came 2,000 years ago, and at that time, I was not even born. And um, <laughs> so, he, he died for us, um, even when we were sinners, and he came to look for us, and um, he just, I like to use the word pursue, because before I knew him, he, um, he already had me in his heart, and for you, too. Um so I want to I just want to pray um, with the things that I share I want to pray for um, I know that uh, there are loved ones in your family or people that you want to see them safe um, so I just want to pray for all of you uh, do you have loved ones that who have not saved? Is it a lot? Okay. So you can just receive it, and or you could stand up. Holy Spirit, we just invite you. Father, I just um, pray that you touch hearts right now. Um, hope defer makes the heart sick, and I just ask that um, you um, let the hope in, in our lives be um, just rise. Um, I, just pray, I just pray that, Lord, you just touch our hearts. Um, let us not to lose sight. Help us not to lose heart, in like the like the widow. Help us to be persistent in praying for our loved ones, the friends, um, relatives, that um, that we wanted them to come to you. So I just pray for that hope um, and faith to be to rise to rise up in us. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I just pray for, um, perseverance, um, boldness and joy to witness to others and help us not to, um, not to just think about, um, that whether we feel comfortable or not, help us to step out. So I just, Father, I just pray that you touch us right now and give us that faith um, Bonus and joy, um, being persistent and not to give up, not to lose heart. Um, I just want to prophesy um, over this house. I just want to prophesy and declare um, over each and every one of you that because of um, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, I just want to declare that... Um, Testimonies that um, Lynn and I share um, will continue to happen, Um, will continue to multiply in our lives. Thank you, Jesus, that you are faithful and you will help us to do that. Um, Father, for those who are still not in your kingdom yet, we just ask that Father remember the um, destiny and the calling that you have for for them, even though they don't know you yet. So I just pray that you remember and let those um, the the destinies and the calling in their lives come to pass. Lead and guide their feet. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Father, I also ask that um, you reveal to them um, through dreams and prophecies who you really are and who they really are in you, that they are created in your image, that you love them. I just pray that um, in powerful ways that you touch them as you have touched us. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Um, I, when I was... Um, Asking God to give me um, revelation when I prepare for this message, I sense that the Holy Spirit wants to highlight something, and um, it has to do with the importance of love when, when we share the good news. Um, so I want to share a slide with you. Um the words came to my heart is compelled by love, by the love of God. The first point is that I know that I am deeply loved by God. Um, when we share the good news, that is something important that the uh, Holy Spirit wanted to highlight. And the second point is know that God deeply loves others. So when, when we see others, we see them as God see, as God sees them and value them as God values them and this is something that, that I want to share and um, I could see I could experience um, difference that when I shared the good news before doesn't mean I didn't have the love of God but it was not like um, it was not really mature um, I could just say that um, it's like a deeper level of experiencing God's love so I want to share with you my journey of God's um, inner healing for me. Um, so I want to share with you um, another scripture: um, Romans one fourteen to fifteen. Paul says, "Love obligates me to preach to everyone." to those who are among the elite and those who are among the outcasts, to those who are wise and educated, as well as to those who are foolish and unlearned. So I'm just thinking that this is something like a good reminder for us too. When we share the good news, always have his love. And when we don't have that love, we can always ask him. Um, And um, so I'm going to share with you this testimony um, sometime in the past I something very traumatic happened in my life very suddenly so I went through a very difficult season in my life I think that was maybe the most difficult um, the first several months um, since the uh, incident happened um, I suffered from tormenting thoughts and depression for several months That um, it was very bad and instead of trusting God for his love and um, and believing in his word that I, I am righteous as a child of God, when things happened, um, I unintentionally believed in the lies of the enemies, thinking that God no longer loved me and he didn't cherish me anymore. Um, and now I ha- I already came out from that season... Um, And I want to share with you that uh, based on what I experienced is that oftentimes when we go through trials and hard times that um, the enemy wanted us to think that God doesn't love us. And one of his tactics is to um, isolate us, uh, separate us from God. And so when we are isolated, it's easy for him to attack us more. So that's what he wanted to do in our lives, um, lie to us about God's character and his love for us. And But I want to tell you that all these are just lies, and these are not true. The truth is just the opposite. Um, no matter how hard or bad the situation is, God is still the loving Father, and that's what I experienced in that season. I continue to come to uh, to come to God, to cry out to Him to seek His face, and um, because I still believe that God is merciful and gracious, the Bible tells us that um, we can always come to before His throne, before his mercy seat to to pray to ask to um, ask for help when we need him, so that 's what I did. Um, I had nowhere to go, right. So I invited him um, into my situation and allow him to help me. Um, he had been using very uh, trustworthy, respected ministers to um, to speak life to me, prophetic words a lot uh, words of knowledge and also dreams that he spiritual dreams that he gave me so <clears throat> So he reassured to me um, the destiny and calling that he, had, he has in my life, even though I felt like um, um, very lost, very confused. So when I came to him, I like several times a day, many times a day, that I would just cry out to him and declare and pray, um... Even though that is just his grace to help me to come before him. That's his grace. Um, during that difficult time, I actually received heart sync um, from, with uh, Pastor Susan. And during that session, that uh, uh, Pastor Susan asked me to ask Jesus where he was when I went through a very difficult time um, in the past. So I thought of my teenage years. Uh, it was very hard. And um so during the session, I so I asked Jesus Jesus, where, where were you when I was a teenager for those years, it was very, very dark. Um, I was cynical and I actually expected him not not showing up. Um, while I was still doubt, uh, still doubting him, he showed up, and I still remember that it was so sudden that I still um, I saw him standing at the corner in the classroom where I was in, and he looked at me with his eyes and his facial expression is just filled with pain and agony. And he was just looking at me there. It was... He wanted me to know, I sensed that he wanted me to know that all this time I have been with you. I did not abandon you, I was there. That's what I sensed when I saw him, with that look and um, sadness in his face. And um, so at that time I just broke down and sobbed, and um, I was kind of just <laughs> very surprised. <laughs> like, okay, okay. And my heart was softened because i I knew that Jesus actually really loved me and cared about me so um so that that helps that helps and um so that was one of the the uh the times that I experienced his love during that season, and the other one was not too long after Lynn and I went to a revival conference in san diego um Jamie Galloway, I don't know if you heard of him but uh, uh, yeah so he he was the guest speaker and um, he actually uh, is a prophetic uh, evangelist and also a seer and before I went there I prayed to God I said God my situation is very chaotic, it's very heartbroken to me and I want uh, I just pray that you will use Jamie Galloway to speak to me give me some insight and, you know, I asked for prophetic words. So after we arrived there, um, God answered my prayer. He actually, during the conference with like a whole room of people and he, God highlighted several people and he walked up to me without knowing anything. Um, and he gave me words of knowledge that which were very, very accurate. Um, and he also said Something that um, God knew that I really need to hear, to hear that. Um, he said he said um, he said, I am pleased with you, I love you, and my delight is in you. So that really blew my mind away because um, in that situation that i I choose to I chose to believe that God loves me still um but to hear the words directly from a from a seer from a, a you know a person who is uh who is a uh, prophetic evangelist it's something so when i heard that i was i i felt very loved and i know that god told me that because i needed to hear that and So God helped me to actually uh, be able to just continue to fix my eyes on him and to trust in him. Um, During that season, there were like every week, uh, like many times, every week, sometimes several times a week, I got prophetic words. Um, Because I also go to uh, like a supernatural school. And they had people from Bethel to come and just minister to us and I got a lot of words even though nobody knew what happened. Um, So I received a lot of prophetic words and um, words of knowledge and uh, as I said dreams directly from God and with all this encouragement they are powerful. Uh, So... I was determined to, to just follow him without looking at the natural. Without, Whenever I felt doubt, I said, no, I'm not going to to, to doubt God. Whatever happened, I have God to love me, and he, he is there for me. Um, so when I say no to the lies of the enemy, my depression lifted immediately, within seconds. Um... The enemy tried to come back and um, make me feel like I, I was depressed, but I said, "But um, Lin said, "No, you don't, you don't pay attention to that." So I said, "No." And then the depression never came back. Thank you, Jesus So when I felt most broken and hopeless, he kept recklessly pursuing me until I have really come to understand and experience his love. Um, I'm not saying that I have arrived, but I got it. Um, I've been a Christian for thirty, almost thirty-one years. But that season actually was um, the season that God pruned me and also helped me to know His love. Not saying that He created problems in my life, but He can change. Um, he can bless me with things that happened in my life that I couldn't really see light at that time. Um, he wants me to know that I can never fail him to an extent that he could not help me as long as I come to him and ask him for help. And if if I messed up, I can ask him for forgiveness and I'm righteous. Um, so he was helping me to understand that. And um, because of God's love for me, and I I just have to um, to share that, I just feel like with all the um teachings that I receive here, um that when that being so difficult um the season when it happened that it really helps me to understand and not just the experience but the teachings that I receive and it, it's very um very important to me. Um, and also I, I consider uh, I have never felt connected to a church that much except for this one. Um, God is healing me. And I feel like this is really a family to me. Um, I wouldn't say that if it wasn't true. Um so i'm really thankful um even if uh, in that difficult season um the pastors here um, the church friends they're very loving and supportive to me didn 't say anything negative to me and just love on me and just keep praying for me That's how I was doing and um I feel very blessed um, so right now is eight twenty five i don 't know if is it time to to stop? Right. <laughs> this is my first time, so <laughs> yeah. So um, I just want to pray. Uh, you can just close your eyes. I know God's heart for you. He 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 really loves you. Father, I just pray that that. Um, You are a good, good Father, and I just pray that um, in our hearts, I just pray that you do like um, deep work and help us to understand your love um, in a powerful way. Um, I just pray that no one would experience what I experienced in order to experience your love, but I just pray that, um, Holy Spirit, you just work powerfully in the heart. Um, Just reveal to them, maybe just through dreams or revelation, revelation, prophetic words or anything, um, just touch their heart. Thank you, Lord. Um, maybe, maybe spend a minute in your heart to just um, share with God uh, what is in your heart about that uh, love that you desire and hear what he has to say or maybe show you um, what Jesus wants to show you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If you receive anything special, just write it down, and you can always, when you go home, you can always continue because the relationship is ongoing. It's not just stop here when I, when I stop. So, thank you.
0: So I actually stay here though for a minute. Just um, what I wanted her to do is to pray because she talked about the Lord about having victory over depression and um, if we're just going to be honest that's something that most all of us in the room can deal with at times and some some people a lot and so would you mind just praying over Holy Spirit leads just over all of us?
1: Okay. Holy Spirit, I just ask that you touch our hearts powerfully, you know who is depressed, you know who is down right now, Um, you know who is being oppressed, so Holy Spirit, I just ask that um, you just minister to their hearts right now, and I just want to break off depression in the name of Jesus, just break it off. We say no to the lies of the enemy. We say no to the workings of the enemy. And the enemy, you have no place here. It's illegal ground. Because we are sons and daughters of the Most High God. So we say, go in Jesus' name. And never come back. Pack your eggs, everything. Just go and not come back. I just speak over your heart peace and shalom. God's healing touch. His healing balm touching your hearts right now. And I saw oil. Just ask that the oil pour over your hearts. The healing oil. Thank you, Jesus. Just touch their hearts. Have your angels touch them. You know who they are. Thank you, Jesus. Touch your lives in a powerful way that they will not go out the same. Infiltrate their hearts, their spirits, their spirit man, with your healing touch, with your healing virtue. I just declare over you, I just speak over you um, wholeness, um, physically, emotionally, especially um, no more depression. Um, I just speak over you truth that guards your heart, that the darts of the enemy cannot penetrate. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
0: Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Vivian. That was so good. Um...